From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, February 18th. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Two months ago today, in the Cleveland suburb of Parma, Governor Mike DeWine visited the Pleasant View Care Center, where the nursing home residents and staff were among the first of the state to be vaccinated. At the time, the governor said, The good news for people in the nursing homes, today we start. What's going to happen in the next month, next six weeks, as we get the first shot and then the second shot, is really going to throw a blanket around um, our nursing homes. Two months later, ONN's Laura Queso has an update from that same nursing home. Emily Maynan, Pleasant View Care Center Director of Nursing, tells me the vaccine appears to be working. We're trying to get back to any kind of normalcy that you can have. According to the state's website, the nursing home has seen 135 resident cases and 86 staff cases since the pandemic started. Fast forward to today, they've seen one COVID case in the last three weeks. It's the same story for many Cuyahoga County nursing homes. Most of them have zero new cases. I'm Laura Queso. Doctors at Ohio State University say COVID-19 causes inflammation, as many viruses do, which is usually temporary. But Dr. Tom Ryan, director of the Ross Heart Hospital at the OSU Wexner Medical Center, says when it's not temporary, it can lead to heart disease. COVID seems to be uh, very good at causing general inflammation throughout the body, and that inflammation can in turn cause things like heart attacks, can cause strokes, can cause increased risk of uh, blood clot formation, uh, and, and these kind of things. So these are the, the, the reasons why we're so concerned about COVID in the heart. Doctors say they don't know how often heart issues occur in those who've had COVID-19 but were not sick enough to be hospitalized. A report finds nearly one of every 10 bills introduced by Ohio lawmakers during the last legislative session were criminal justice related and at odds with efforts to reduce the state's prison population. Here's ONN's Karina Nova. The American Civil Liberties Union Ohio chapter conducted the review. The State House to Prison Pipeline report found that more than 9% of all introduced bills either created new crimes, longer sentences, or expanded current criminal laws. Gary Daniels with the ACLU says the problem of crowded prisons begins at the State House and lawmakers should refrain from passing so many crime related bills. Karina Nova. ONN News. Governor Mike DeWine issued a proclamation yesterday declaring a state of emergency in Lawrence County in southern Ohio, where thousands of customers have been without power since Monday night due to an ice storm. The Ohio River town of Ironton is in Lawrence County. Some progress was made today, though. By 2 p.m., the number of customers in the county waiting to be restored had dropped from 10,000 to about 6,000. The governor's declaration made assistance available from several state agencies. A small committee of legislators could oversee health orders issued by a governor under a bill approved yesterday by the state Senate that marks the latest effort by GOP lawmakers to restrict Governor Mike DeWine's response to the coronavirus pandemic, although Republican State Senator Michael Rooley of Salem, south of Youngstown, said this of the bill. This bill has nothing to do with what's going on right now. This bill has everything to do with what will be going on in five years from now. 10 years from now, 20 years from now, in the overreach of different parts of our government. Democratic State Senator Cecil Thomas of Cincinnati says this legislation sets a bad tone. We got to work together. The last thing we need is the legislator fighting with the, with the executive branch, fighting with the legislative branch. That's ridiculous. 
DeWine has said if it gets to his desk, he'll veto it. The legislation now moves on to the Ohio House. Governor DeWine has hired a team of experts from the banking and insurance industry at a price tag of a million dollars to put in place programs at the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services that would catch those who continue to file fraudulent claims. ONN's Kevin Landers has more with the agency's director, Kimberly Henderson. The director of ODJFS says because of the amount of fraud, it's now doubling the amount of time from 10 days to 20 days just to get someone's claim accepted. Under this private-public partnership, the goal is to find solutions to prevent fraud and improve customer service. And they hope to get those solutions every 30, 60, and 90 days. We have prevented um, at least 100,000 fraudulent claims uh, from being paid, which is a significant amount of millions of dollars. From the State House, Kevin Landers. Governor DeWine says the cybersecurity fraud is a nationwide problem. An ally of former President Donald Trump, who recently stepped down as chair of the Ohio Republican Party, is joining the race for the U.S. Senate seat that the GOP's Rob Portman is leaving. Jane Temkin announced her decision today. It sets up a 2022 primary that already includes former state treasurer and Marine veteran Josh Mandel, another Trump backer who is making his third run for the Senate. A Cleveland man looking to land a job got busted taking an easier way toward a big payday. ONN's Michael Kelly explains. 57-year-old parolee Bruce Morway was supposed to be in North Olmsted for a job interview. At least that's what he told his parole officer. Two days later, he was turning himself in at a Youngstown Dollar General store, asking them to call police because he admitted to robbing a key bank branch just two days earlier. Investigators matched Morway with security footage from that February 11th holdup where he claimed to have a weapon. No word how much cash Morway got away with, but a Cuyahoga County judge set bond at $100,000. Michael Kelly, ONN News. Special Thanks to affiliate stations WKYC-TV in Cleveland and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.